0: chapter 122 of tales of laughter this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by dale grothman tales of laughter by nora archibald smith and kate douglas Wiggin. chapter 122 the ladle that fell from the moon once there was an old woman who lived on what she got by while from her relatives and neighbors. Her husband's brother lived alone with his only son, in a house near hers, and when the son brought home a wife, the old woman went to call on the bride. During the call she inquired of the bride whether she had not, since her arrival in the house, heard a scratching at night among the boxes containing her wedding outfit. The bride said she had not. A few days later the old woman came again and during the visit the bride remarked that before the matter was mentioned she had heard no scratching among her boxes but that since that time she had listened for it and had heard it every night the old woman advised her to look carefully after her clothing saying that there were evidently many mice in the house and that she would likely at any time find her best garments nibbled into shreds the old woman knew there was no cat in the house but she inquired whether there was one and on hearing there was not, she offered to lend the young woman her own black-and-white cat, saying that it would soon extirpate all the mice. The bride accepted the loan, and the old woman brought the cat, and left it in the bride's apartment. After a few hours the cat disappeared, and the bride, supposing it had gone home, made no search for it. It did indeed go home, and the old woman secretly disposed of it. But several days later she came to the young woman and said that, when she lent the cat, her house had been free from mice, but that as soon as the cat was gone, the mice came and multiplied so fast that now everything was overrun by them, and she would be obliged to take the cat home again. The young woman told her that the cat went away the same day that it came, and she had supposed it had gone home. The old woman said it had not, and that nothing could compensate her for the loss of it, for she had reared it herself and there was never before such a cat for catching mice that a cat spotted as that one was was seldom found and that it was a rare breed which gave rise to the common saying a coal black cat with snowy loins is worth its weight in silver coins and that the weight of her cat was two hundred ounces the young woman was greatly surprised by this estimate of the value of the lost cat and went to her father-in-law and related all that had occurred The father-in-law, knowing the character of the old woman, could neither eat nor sleep, so harassed was he by the expectation that she would worry his daughter-in-law until the two hundred ounces of silver should be paid. The young woman, being a newcomer, thought very lightly of the matter, until the old woman came again and again and made mention of the cat. When it became apparent that she must defend herself, the young woman asked her father-in-law if he had ever lent anything to the old woman. And when he said he could not remember having lent anything, she begged him to think carefully, and see if he could not recall a loan of a tool, a dish, or a faggot. He finally recollected that he had lent her an old wooden ladle, but he said it originally cost but a few farthings, and was certainly not worth speaking about. The next time the old woman came to Dunn for the amount due for her cat, the young woman asked her to return the borrowed ladle. The old woman said that the ladle was old and valueless, that she had allowed the children to play with it, and that they had dropped it in the dirt, where it had lain until she picked it up and used it for kindlings. The bride responded, You expect to enrich yourself and your family by means of your cat. I and my family also want money. Since you cannot give back the ladle, we will both go before the magistrate and present our cases. If your cat is adjudged to be worth more than my ladle, i will pay you the excess but if my ladle is worth more than your cat you must pay me being sure that the cat would by any judge be considered a greater value than the ladle the old woman agreed to the proposition and the two went before the magistrate the young woman courteously gave precedence to the elder and allowed her to make the accusation the old woman set forth her case and claimed two hundred ounces of silver as a compensation for the loss of the cat. When she had concluded her statement, the judge called on the young woman for her defense. She said she could not disprove the statement, but that the claim was offset by a ladle that had been borrowed by the plaintiff. There was a common saying. In the moon overhead, at its full, you can see the trunk, branch, and leaf of a cinnamon tree. A branch from this tree had one night been blown down before her father-in-law's door, and he had had a ladle made from the wood whatever the ladle was put into never diminished by use whether wine oil rice or money the bulk remained the same if no ladle besides this one were used in dipping it a foreign innkeeper hearing of this ladle came and offered her father-in-law three thousand ounces of silver for it but the offer was refused and this ladle was the one the plaintiff had borrowed and destroyed The magistrate, on hearing this defense, understood that the cat had been a pretext for extortion, and decided that the two claims offset each other, so that no payment was due from either one. End of chapter 122 The Ladle That Fell From the Moon